Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Hey, welcome back on board. So delighted to have you with us. We've got a hotline number for you this morning. Got a call coming in already at 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. But be sure to include OTM at the start of your message so we it gets right on through to us. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and the Kia dealership on routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's War. Find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicle, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. On Saturday from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Check out their online specials or build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. And they do, of course, sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles and they are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, a parts department, a body shop, an alignment shop, and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. They are a master towing service with decades of experience. Sunbury Motor Company selling more cars and satisfying more customers since 1915. We have some unfinished business before we get to our first phone call this morning. We do have some texts left over from yesterday, and we were talking about uh, abortion came up tangentially, and one of our texters says, oh, Eric, Biden is practicing the religion of abortion on demand, not very Christian-like. And then another one uh, referring to, uh, I think, Oklahoma, where they're taking, uh, yeah, I think it's Oklahoma, where they're taking away the right to walk around Albuquerque or someplace like that with uh, out a gun. Taking rights from law-abiding citizens while not punishing criminals is abhorrent. And one directed at me, Joe, because I said the Founding Fathers never envisioned the kind of weapons we have today. Joe, the Founding Fathers never envisioned the medium for speech you are using now. Should that be stopped because of that? No, not really. Going, But we're not guaranteed uh, the right to broadcast in the Constitution. In fact, we're regulated by the federal government. And then going back to Thursday's show, China's economy has problems with deflation. Russia's economy has big problems with falling or failing currency due to war sanctions. That clears up the email, or the text rather, we do have an email, but we'll get to that after we take our first caller of the day, and believe it or not, it's Stanley for more of the same, he says, Stan. <laughs> well, I needed to clarify something. All right. You know, what's, what, what's going out, on out there in New Mexico is tyranny, unconstitutional, but what it is, is collective punishment against law-abiding citizens for the actions of criminals. I have a real problem with that. Why do you say that's, that that's why? Why is that punishing law-abiding citizens? Well, well when you when you when you strip people of their rights because of the actions of others, you're punishing them. That is abhorrent. That is disgusting, in my opinion. It's collective. It's collective punishment because they're going. They don't care whether the person that had to conceal carry or the law-abiding citizen that wants to open carry has ever done anything against the law, broken the law, convicted of anything like that. But they're going to punish them because of the actions of criminals. Well, suppose, now, you tell me where that's right. Well, suppose you woke up tomorrow morning, and every gun in the world disappeared. There were no more guns. So okay. what, what would that mean? Would that take away your right? I mean, you, somebody took so, away all the guns. Nobody's going to be murdered. Nobody's going to be killed. Nobody's going to shoot up a <laughs> grocery store because there are no guns anymore. Okay, so as Cain and Abel didn't, which one was it? Cain killed Abel Cain with the uh, rock, right? Or is it the other way around? Which way was it? I think it was Cain slew Abel. Okay, so the rock did the job, right? So the the human nature is there are evil people out there. They will pick something up and use it if they want to harm another person. I don't care whether it's a gun, a screwdriver, a, a stick, off, you know, a big branch off a tree or a rock. 
But if you're, you're going com- to do it, if you're coming at me with a knife, I got a fighting chance. If you, do you? If, if you stand five feet away from me and fire a couple of bullets into me, I don't have a chance. Well, you never take a knife fight to a gunfight. I mean, a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, that was from uh, the Untouchables movie. I believe that was. Uh... <laughs> well, you know, my my point is, I am sick and tired of being punished for the actions of criminals. Okay. And that's all it is, and that's what it is. That's one reason I got out of the military because it's collective punishment there too for the actions of some idiots. And I've seen it happen, and I can't stand it. I will. I will. I don't. I don't abide by it. If I do something wrong, punish me. But if I don't do anything wrong, then why should I be punished for the actions of others? Well, you know, not everybody runs stop signs, but we still put them up. You know, and the- Joe, and that's my point. I don't break. You know, okay, I have run stop signs by accident. I will admit that. No cop there to stop me. And I understand that the stop signs are there. Laws are there. Okay. Now laws to tell people you shouldn't kill somebody have been in existence for I don't know Joe how long could it be decades centuries millennia I don't know but I know it's against the law but that's not punishing me because I don't do it and there's no reason for me to do it but to take somebody's ability to defend themselves against some scum sucking criminal because she wants to feel better down there in New Mexico she actually admitted that she knows what she's done won't stop the criminals over the weekend they still had shootings down in Albuquerque okay well let's go a little closer to home let's go down around Montgomery County where a guy broke in uh, that Calvacante guy broke into somebody's home overnight and stole a weapon that uh, was apparently okay. not secured properly because it was available to be stolen, I'm assuming. Wasn't in a gun safe, wasn't protected. Now this guy is armed, and the homeowner apparently had more weapons, and he fired shots at the guy and didn't hit him, didn't take him down. So what, okay. was, what was the net result of that? He's now armed because somebody didn't secure their weapon. Should this guy be charged for not securing well, his weapons? Maybe he should have had it secured. I don't know what his situation is. You know, in, in his home, did he? Because obviously, he kept one for self-defense if he was shooting at the guy. Correct. Right. So maybe he, he figured he needed more around the house for self-defense. I a, don't know. Here's a law-abiding citizen in his home. He has his gun. Did he break out. the law? Somebody comes in and steals his gun, and now did he? Now, did the guy homeowner break the law? But more importantly, now a convicted murderer who has killed several people has a weapon. How do you know it's a convicted killer? Is that the guy that got broke out of the jail down there? Right. He's been convicted in his native home country, and he was on trial here for killing his girlfriend in front of her children. No, no, I thought, I thought he had already been convicted of that here, hey. and he was waiting sentencing. I'm not certain, but, you know, either uh, way, the guy's a danger. Right. But did you see the video how he got out of prison? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, that, that's, uh, you know, he played Spider-Man or whatever he did. But my thinking is, why was the courtyard covered somehow so that that was not possible? It was, but they fired the guard because he was on his phone. He had his cell phone illegally. No, no, no. I don't mean covered by observation. I mean covered by a roof. Oh. Or, or, or at least the chain fence across the top of it so the guy couldn't crawl through it. But they did have barbed wire on top, razor wire, and he crawled over it. Well, some people some people don't care about that stuff. I've, I've handled that stuff. It's nasty. Well, I wouldn't do it, but, you know, on the other hand, I'm yeah, not I, facing life in prison either. Well, see, and that there's another problem. They know he did it. Life in prison? Nah. Nah, he should have been taken out after conviction and uh, strung up in the local courtyard of the county courthouse is what should have happened to him. Then he wouldn't have escaped, would he have? And that problem would have been solved. Besides, wasn't he an illegal alien, too? I don't know if he was illegal, but he certainly was an alien. Yeah, I think he was here illegally. Okay. So that's a whole other set of problems that we got to deal with. But here you so have... tell me, Joe, which which law which law are we going to add that's going to stop all that? I don't know. Uh, I'm, which, not, I'm not advocating a particular law, except that I do believe very firmly in red flag laws. I do believe that somebody should have their weapons taken away from them if they are adjudicated as being dangerous. Not forever. Uh, wait, wait, not forever wait a minute, Joe. Not forever. But for the time being. Adjudicate. Once you're adjudicated a mental case, you can never own a firearm. Period. Okay? Well, so you better have some strong evidence. And the person that's being accused of such a thing should know about it before the cops come knocking on the door and take the guns. Don't you think? Because that's how people get hurt. Well, I don't know. If the guy's mentally um, 
compromised one way or the other. Maybe you don't want him knowing someone's coming to take his well, guns wait away. Wait a minute. Who, who determines he's mentally compromised? His neighbor that doesn't like him because they had an argument over the fence? Or somebody cut a tree limb down and the, and the neighbor's got a problem? Well, what if what if he... Who, who's going to do it? Well, let's put it this way. Wouldn't you rather err on the side of caution? No, I err on the side of freedom and liberty. Uh, what about the freedom see, and liberty of the person that this guy might attack? Where, where's his freedom and liberty entering into, into well, the equation? Well, if a guy is really a mental problem, then they need to call the state police and have them picked up for mental evaluation. Okay, well, that's a, the same they can thing. Do that. They can do that away from home. So if he has weapons in the house, they can do that. But, see, the problem is a lot of times they'll wait till they're at home. And then that causes a whole nother problem. Okay. And if a guy's truly a mental defective, yeah, I don't want him having guns, Joe. All right, well, fair Ever. enough. Ever. Fair enough. Well, thank but you, you need a little due process there, and that's the problem. None of that stuff, there's well, no due process I think since for you, anybody. Since you have called in first thing two days in a row on this same issue out of the, that crazy governor, I'm, I can tell <laughs> you're worked up about it. But, uh, you know, the bottom line here is we have to do something to protect innocent people from people who have guns and use them incorrectly or improperly. Now, how we do that, I'm willing to say I don't know. But on the other hand, I'm willing to say we should try something, and apparently you're not. Well, try something. That's what the governor's doing. She said that's what she's doing because she's just going to try something. She doesn't think it's going to do anything, but she's just going to try it. Well, because she thinks she has the authority. What if she it works? doesn't have the authority? What if it works? So what's the next time <laughs> they have a, a medical emergency somewhere, and we're going to just take everybody so right? You can't speak about it. You can't go out of your house. You oh wait a minute, they tried that in COVID didn't they? Yes, they did. Hey, listen, we got to move on. Got to take a break. Thanks, Stan. Appreciate your call. Have a good day. Right, you too. 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. One of our texters from, I think yesterday, had this to say. Um, So Biden lied again yesterday, saying he was at ground zero the day after 9-11 happened. Every time he talks about a tragedy, he makes it about himself and outright lies about being at a certain place or that he experienced something similar. I really don't want to hear any stinking liberal talking about Trump being a liar anymore when their beloved, corrupt, demented career politician who thinks he's president can't utter a coherent sentence without inserting a lie every time. What an absolute absolute national disgrace this man is, and those who voted for him and will vote for him again are to blame. That's signed Doug. We're going to take a quick break. We have a call coming in. We've got some other interesting stuff to talk about. We will be right back. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. 
We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-354-9416. That's 1-800-354-9416. Again, 1-800-354-9416. Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water is my go-to, and I'm always on the go. I always have a bottle with me because not all water is the same. Talpahawken is natural mountain spring water. It's so important to stay hydrated, and I definitely feel more alert and energized when I drink up my share of Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water. Talpahawken Mountain Spring Water, Northumberland, with convenient delivery to your home or office. Keep a bottle with you all the time at talpahawkenwater.com. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Welcome back to On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. And Cindy is on the mark from Shemokin Dam. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Joe. Doesn't making a person lock up their gun in their home, in the privacy of their own home, defeat the whole purpose of having a gun to protect yourself? Well, if a handgun, I could see you leaving a handgun out, but this was a rifle the guy took. I would, actually, if you were worried about people shooting people, I would be more concerned about the reverse. Right. Well, yeah, but I'm talking. You, you were talking about for protection in the home. I don't right. think you need a rifle to protect yourself in the home, but a handgun, you know, you probably can make a good argument for. Well, I think a rifle's multi-purpose. You can use it for hunting and uh, other recreation as well as to protect yourself. But True. I'm just. Uh, if do you have a pet, Joe? I don't mean. I it. did. I had several over my life. Dogs. Did you have a dog? Yes, okay. three of them. So I just want Actually, you to four. imagine. With me, I've had dogs as well. Imagine that your dog bites your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now would this license the mayor of my town to come and take everyone's dog away because the dog, your dog, bit a neighbor? No, but I could take yours away. Why? Because your dog bit the neighbor. And you can confiscate everyone's dog. No, no, I didn't say everyone's. I said yours. But here's what you are advocating for. <laughs> Because one bad actor has a gun and may use that gun to harm people, and I have no doubt that he would do that, we should take everyone's guns away. So you, it's the, the case is you're saying because of the bad actions of one person, let's punish anybody. A very public school kind of mentality, by the way. One kid acts out in class, so the whole class gets punished because it's too hard to actually hold one person accountable. I've never understood that thinking, frankly. Well, I agree we with you. We don't do that in our justice system. We don't say your father robbed the bank, the whole house goes to jail. <laughs> we don't do that. We say that would be so wrong. Surely you would not support that. No, I wouldn't support that. Exactly. You punish the person who is directly responsible for the behavior. Yeah, all right. But but here we're talking about individuals' rights conflicting. You have a right to own your firearm. You have a right to have it with you. You have a right to keep it. You have a right to do it legally. But I have a right to live. I have a right to be able to go to the grocery store without worrying about getting shot. I have a right to send my grandson to school without worrying about whether or not he's going to come home. These are conflicting rights, and everyone, not one is more important than the other. I asked Stanley one day, in the hierarchy of rights, where does my right to live fear-free coincide or conflict with his right to have a gun? At the end of my nose. <laughs> Your okay. rights end at the end of my nose. Each of us has personal rights, Joe. I, we say things, I say things on the radio all the time that I know that some of the listeners tear their hair out and, and are keenly frustrated and very angry, and they actually say some pretty derogatory things about me, which is fine because you know what they have the right to do? They have the right to free speech. But what they have to deal with is that so do I. And if and so when I say what I believe and they have trouble with that, it's unfortunate that it's, they find it disturbing. Some of the things they say I find keenly disturbing as well, if it's any consolation to them. But I don't tear my hair out and lose my mind over it. Anyway, but this, to 
suggest, first of all, I think to suggest that you could confiscate all the guns in America. There are more guns in the United States, statistically, more guns than there are people. To suggest you're going to confiscate all of them, and by the way, you'd have to pay the person for it under the Constitution. You can't just take them away from everyone. Right. Um, would be prohibitively expensive and completely unrealistic. Well, I hope nothing I said indicates to you that I believe we should confiscate every gun in the country. I just ask hypothetically, I what would happen if you woke up one day and there were no guns? People would hit each other with sticks and rocks and... I mean, let, Joe, you, my beloved historian, historian, my beloved historian, Joe, what is that saying, Santiona or whatever his name is, right? Those, Those who, who don't learn from the past are exactly doomed to repeat history, it. Exactly, are doomed to repeat it. Have we, has our civilization become increasingly aggressive over the years? I would say, actually, it's gotten better. You know, there was a time that... People, men mostly, were consumed with the need to have more land and without provocation attack their neighbors to take their property, their land, their women, etc., their crops from them. That doesn't happen so much anymore. It still happens, I'm going to acknowledge that, but it doesn't happen so much anymore. So in that way, that has actually gotten better. But I, I don't see how taking away a person's rights confiscating them unilaterally and I think what this governor did in New Mexico is outrageous she's lost her mind first of all how can you spot prohibit guns right this is like doing that spot uh, reevaluating of property which we found to be unconstitutional in our state anyway you can't do that you can't just say only right here can't you have a gun but if you drive out into the desert 10 miles away from Albuquerque you could have a gun that's just ridiculous if she's gonna make a rule she needs to make it for all within all citizens within her border she's the governor not the mayor of Albuquerque New Mexico well, I, I agree I think her action was ill-conceived and poorly timed and everything else but, you know, someone looks at this, and, and we see all these people getting shot weekends after weekends. Uh, in Harrisburg now, the mayor has declared an emergency over fentanyl, so we have that problem, too. Society has issues. We have a vested interest, I think, in having a reasonable society where people can feel safe and protected uh, and where they can have their rights, too, at the same time. Totally agreed. And you know what? If the border had been sealed, this man who entered our country illegally wouldn't have been here. Well, that's and, a whole other issue, but you're right. No, you're it's right. not. It is the self-same issue because every crime committed by these illegal immigrants never had to happen in our country. I'm not saying they wouldn't behave with such malice in their own native land, but it didn't have to happen here in this country, and it's only the, the uh, foolishness of the federal government allowing this six million of them now in the last three years into our country, unfettered, unscreened, no matter what. And this man, obviously a convicted criminal. Help me understand how anyone thinks our country is enriched when we allow convicted criminals into our country. Well, I couldn't agree with you more there. I mean, let's face it, the Biden administration has been an absolute, total disaster it's with respect to the border. Absurd. You can't suggest to me that Shemokin Dam would be better if we let a murderer live here. It's just ridiculous. It, it, it's just ridiculous. And now, of course, we'll have to consume an enormous amount of resources to find these people and throw them out because they inherently have no right to be here. Now, I understand they have a large contingent of people who think they should be allowed. You know why that bill failed that Spectre et al., the, the gang of six or whatever they called themselves, put forward that immigration bill? back early in the 2000s, and I was appalled when I watched the debate about it because Specter, Arlen Specter, stood up and opposed a provision that was prov uh, put forward by uh, the senator from Texas that said that all of them who are convicted of crimes will be summarily removed from the country. And Specter stood up and said, no, 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 you can't do this. They have to be allowed to stay. He did. I, I watched it. You can watch it on C-SPAN if you don't believe me. This is the irrationality of what's going on down in D.C., as Mark says, that their brains have been sucked out by the vortex. Okay. Hey, thanks, Cindy. We've got to move along. Thank you so much for calling. 570-743-9565. We do have a couple of people who agree with you, Cindy. Uh, you said some of them want to pull their hair out, but some of our 
our texters say, amen, Cindy, and then to say to me, Joe, you are accusing law-abiding citizens of being the problem, and their rights are more important. No, criminals lose their Second Amendment rights. And then Cindy is 100% correct. A rifle is awesome for home protection. A shotgun is even better. Well, you know, I don't have any problem with people owning guns. I've said that many times. I support the Second Amendment. But, you know, we have a hierarchy of rights here, and we need to figure out how we can live safely with people also being able to enjoy their rights. I think, and some of our callers have argued against red flag laws in the past, I think they make a great deal of sense. I'm sorry, but if I think you're out of your mind and whacked up, you know, we always say, see something, say something. But apparently we don't want to say something if we see someone acting erratically because they might have their guns taken away from them temporarily, or I might have been wrong in my assessment of their mental capabilities. But still, isn't that a basic fundamental way to guarantee that we do at least something about the problem by having a red flag law. Just my opinion, okay? Getting back to Joe Biden, and we haven't really gotten into him yet this morning. One of our other emailers says, what do you think, Biden fans? Think of Joe saying he was in New York City September 12th after 9-11, saying it was like looking through the gates of hell. Was he confused again, or he lied yet again? Uh, then there's one of our texters says, there is video footage of Biden speaking on the Senate floor around 1 p.m. on 9-12-2001. He wasn't in New York City, as he said yesterday. Maybe he drove by the Pentagon. You know, it is sad that President Biden is mumbling and rambling and hanging around uh, looking confused. And now they're trying to strike back when people who are legitimately concerned about his age and his abilities are actually speaking out. Did you see that uh, Haley, uh, Ms. Haley wound up uh, beating him in a head-to-head -head competition, Nikki Haley, wound up beating him in a head-to-head -head competition uh, in a poll for the presidency. She does better against Biden than any of the other Republicans at this moment, including President, President Trump. But, you know, the thing that bothered me is President Biden was confused during a press conference in Vietnam Sunday, saying he was just following his orders while looking through papers and speaking and mumbling to reporters. He says, I'll just follow my orders here. Staff, is there anybody that hasn't spoken yet? I ain't calling on you, the president said during the press conference. This is not the first time that Biden has been known to follow orders, as previous press conferences have allowed the public to witness the president holding a cheat sheet during media engagement, suggesting he has given notice of the questions that members of the press will ask him ahead of time. Meanwhile, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre has previously said it is regular protocol and in line with the press office's job to get a sense of what the media wants to ask the president. At the start of Sunday's press conference, the White House announced that Biden planned to take questions from five reporters. Shortly after the president took all five questions, he then joked, I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed. Isn't that exciting? And how did his press conference end? We have a story here from CNN. Well, I thought I did. Oh, here we go. Wrong button. President Biden's trip to the G20 in India to meet with global leaders and a visit to Vietnam to discuss a new strategic partnership. Biden spoke at a press conference in Vietnam on Sunday, and it ended a, a little abruptly. It wasn't confrontational at all. Thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank the count press thank conference. You. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Well, music uh, aside, I want to bring in uh, Eli Yokely. He's a political analyst for the Morning Consult. As we shift to talking a little bit about Biden's re-election campaign in the 2024 race uh, overall. So uh, on the press conference situation, the White House said they only planned on five questions. Biden also made a comment before that sound bite. sounded like a joke saying, I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed. Um, overall, though, d does the ending to that presser in that particular fashion matter politically? It was amazing mood music to uh, usher him out. I, I'm not sure how much it really affects him uh, politically. This moment, moments like this, don't get a ton of play among the American people in, in on their own. But look, a lot of these things add up together, and the American people clearly are more concerned about Biden's age, his mental fitness, his ability to do his job than they were before he took office. And that's true. I can't argue that point at all. I think he has definitely declined, and he is uh, dragging the rest of us down with him. Eric, we'll take you before a break. Good morning. You're on the mark. 
Good morning, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. Um, so, I, I, as a gun owner, okay, I, I'm supporting you in, in your your stance that we have to do something, right? Uh, otherwise, we we as gun owners lose a chance, like Canada did, of losing all access to it. And I hate it when, as soon as anyone brings up anything, they start screaming about the Second Amendment. You know, if we we don't do what we need to do to help protect the average citizen, then then we're we're going to probably lose our, our Second Amendment rights. Um, I I think you know stronger red flag laws are a step. But as I said in this program before, I think we can also um, have the gun shop owners, you know, participate in this. And it, 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 they'll sell a gun according to the laws, but you know, if, if something's not not right, you know, then then they should be able to alert someone legally. And because no gun shop owner, and and gun shop owners can call in and contradict me on this. No gun shop owner wants to sell a firearm to someone who's going to commit a crime with it, let alone you know a, a heinous crime of a mass shooting. Well, I agree with you. I would be very surprised if one did. So. You still with I'm sorry, us? Joe, I didn't hear you. I, I'd yeah, say I, I, I would be astounded if if um, a gun shop owner did want to sell a gun to somebody who was going to do a crime with it. I agree with you. I don't think that would happen. Right. So so why wouldn't they want to then help help make sure it doesn't happen by supporting laws? Which and what I've done this program before, especially with the uh, assault style weapons, whatever they want to call them, semi-automatic rifles, and say you know have a waiting period during which time that person would have to undergo training on how to do that. And then, so they, they can't get it for, let's say, six weeks. They go to three classes at two weeks. And during that time, anything that, that appears to be a red flag, they would then report to the authorities to then do further investigation. Well, listen, I, I argue with Stan, and I argued a little bit with Cindy. I would debate it. I won't say argued. But I understand where they're coming from, you know, that why take away, why punish you for something someone else does that's bad? But I don't think that, that a red flag law does that. You know, if there is a legitimate concern somebody has about your mental Equip, mental equipment to own a, own a firearm, then why can't that be investigated? And if you find out, if you make a false report, there should be something in the law that really punishes you for making a false report in your neighbor. But if you had a good faith reason to believe that this guy might do something wrong, that his mental makeup was in question, and that, you know, he probably couldn't be trusted with a firearm, I think somebody should look into that. But I will willingly concede that this last shooting wouldn't have been stopped by that because the guy bought the guns three years after he had a mental aberration. So, you know, it wouldn't have stopped it. And I can't think, I'll be honest, I can't think of any law that would solve every single crime committed with a firearm. I, I wish I could, but I can't. No, you can't. And But we can take a thoughtful approach to this rather than throwing our hands up and saying, you know, no, 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 this this can't be. This is, you know, that's the NRA line that, you know, any any one step is is... Uh, a step towards which can't be brought back towards removing guns. Uh, but it's going to happen because as, as time goes on, there's fewer gun owners and there's going to be people who vote saying, take them all away then if you're not going to be a reason about the whole thing. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I think that sooner or later, you know, someone is going to have to say, we have to do something. We can't let this go on unchecked. But the problem is that it doesn't happen in one place, in one socioeconomic group. It doesn't happen in one city. It happens at random times all across the country. And so, you know, there's probably no one-size-fits-all. The governor down there trying, which I think is a rather bizarre concept in one city, I don't think she has the right to do it. I think she's violated the Constitution completely. But, you know, so she's trying something. If it doesn't work, if it's unconstitutional, it'll be tossed out. Yeah. But she and tried. As to, but, and as to President Biden, I'm in agreement. I'm a Democrat. Give me some choices, because I don't think this gentleman is... Uh, going forward is going to be, you know, electable. And I saw my first, maybe I missed some while I was on vacation, I saw my first uh, re-elect Joe Biden national commercial this morning, you know. Oh, did you? Um, yes, I did. I, I don't know if the one before, but I saw it for the first time this morning. Uh, Democratic leadership, give us some choices. Give us some choices. 
What would, as another Democrat or as a Democrat, is there anybody that you would like that you think should throw their hat into the ring, just out of curiosity? Uh, I supported Kobachar last time. Uh, I think she's a, a lady of intelligence and background to to be president of the United States. Um, perhaps the governor of California, but I know that there's anything Californian is like anti. So you know, uh, but. But let's 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 have a primary. Let's see how we did in 1968. After Johnson side, he wasn't going to run again. Yeah. Let's primary and see what happens. All right, that's a good idea. Hey, I, I'm with you 100 percent on that one, Eric. Thanks so much for calling. Take care, sir. Joe, we can't agree on two topics today. We can't agree on two, <laughs> can we? Well, either you're becoming conservative or I'm becoming liberal. Not sure which is which. <laughs> well, let's let's hope it's what we're doing to do in this country, coming together to try to address issues. Right. Fair let's enough. All right, I, I agree. You, Thanks, Eric. All right, 570-743-9565. We have to take a quick break. We have a caller on the line. We have some emails and texts that we haven't gotten to, but we'll take care of all that when we come back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Who doesn't need to save money on their grocery bill? Hi, this is Justin Michaels of Surplus Outlet, and I invite you to come explore the many grocery items at below wholesale prices at Surplus Outlet. If you haven't checked out your local Surplus Outlet, you're missing out on the savings that could go right back into your pocket. Surplus Outlet carries the same items as the big box stores, but with greater savings. I encourage you to stop in today to Surplus Outlet to see for yourself the great selection of paper products, pet food, cleaning supplies, health and beauty items that go along with your everyday groceries. The cashier will be sure to do the checkout for you and bag your groceries when you're done. It is fall, and fall means football season, tailgates, and time with family and friends to watch the big game. Surplus Outlet has you covered with all your big game needs. You always score money-saving deals when you shop at Surplus Outlet. Stop in often and save even more money. These specials go by fast. Surplus Outlet has two great locations, Route 11 Northumberland and Route 15 Montgomery. Surplus Outlet is open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. and closed on Sundays. Be sure to follow and like Surplus Outlet on Facebook at Surplus Outlet Grocery Stores for special deal notifications. Do it today. When my daughter gets a cold, <coughs> I have a secret weapon. Dayquil Kids Berry from Vicks. Dayquil Kids is specially formulated to treat kids' most bothersome cold and cough symptoms quickly. And the best part is that Dayquil Kids Berry tastes really great. Aren't you supposed to be resting? Maybe. Dayquil Kids Berry. The kids' berrylicious daytime congestion, coughing, stuffy head, stuffy nose, just for kids. Medicine. Safe for kids six years plus. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to On The Mark. I'm Jim McGranahan. We're brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. We have three of our hotlines open at 570-743-9565. We have a couple of emails to get to and some texts, but we have a caller on the line. So, Dan, you are on the mark. Hey, good morning, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You know, again and again, it's proved over and over the founders of the American experiment were right. In order for our system to work, people basically have to be inwardly good. And exactly what I was talking about yesterday, that's why they were basically Bible believers, and a lot of them were born-again Christians. They knew man is inherently evil, and he needs to be have the new birth experience and have the scripture all over the country pasted on walls and on buildings in Washington D.C. and included in the courtrooms, the Ten Commandments. That's why we're. You listen to the calls you receive. We're all, they're all trying to find the answer through law. No, you find it through grace, through through the scriptures, through our Savior. That, that's what we're missing, Joe. And and we're that secularized today that a lot of people don't even see the problem. So you're saying that uh, this is the answer to gun control? Yep, exactly. If we're basically good, we don't we won't have gun we won't have yes there's always going to be some problem, but not like we're having. We've never had there's never been a time when they had this much problem with shootings. Oh, yes, there has. And Look it, at the Wild West, where they all carried guns, and somebody at the poker game or having a drink, they'd draw on each other and fire. Yeah, we've well, had, we've you, had problems with guns. I'm like you. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying we've had gun problems for since there have been guns. And I don't think people's behavior is going to be modified because they pray or go to church. I wish that was true. I don't either, but what I'm saying... They, these, we started out on the right foot, but to, by this time, is sec, we're so secularized that we think we can make another law when we need the grace of the Lord Jesus right. Christ well. in our heart to change the person. Not to, not you can't. Laws can't do that. Laws only say, "Don't do this. Don't do that." Yeah, but, but Whereas, there, are, there have been millions of people over the years, and I'm not trying to belittle prayer because I believe it works, but and sometimes we don't always get the answer we want. And you could pray all day long that somebody would stop drinking, stop beating their wife, stop doing all this bad stuff, but it le- that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen. You know, so we could pray all day long for it, and maybe we don't get it granted. So to say that that's the answer to our gun control problem, I think is it's a wonderful, lovely idea, but very, very impractical and not likely to work at all. Why do you think the forefathers were so, like, people call them religious? Hey, we have people that call this show uh, that support you generally who believe that the founding fathers were all Satanists because they were Masons. So, Uh, Well, well, yeah, they had issues, but they still were basically Bible believers. They believed the Bible held a very important position in America, and they weren't all. Now they 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 had they had problems too, but they were basically a lot of them were born again. They were true Christians. Yeah, they might have had they might have been Masons and that, but but they still were basically believe Scripture and. God was the answer in spite of their issues, you know, with some of them other things. And that's that's how secularized we became. We actually, your argument is 
with me, and I understand it, and I believe a lot of some other people would agree with you that that's not the answer. That's how far we came from understanding truth and absolute truth. That's how far we drifted okay, well. in our country. I wish you were right. I'm not certain that you are, but I wish you were. Hey, Dan, listen, we have to move along. We have another break to take, and we have a, another couple calls. Thank you so much for calling. Right, you have a good one. Always yep. appreciate talking to Bye. you. Take care, Dan. All right, we're going to take our final break of the day. We have a caller on the line, and then we have time for your call, too, at 570-743-9565. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. Hi folks, I'm Art Thomas, president of MechTech Incorporated, professional engineers and land surveyors. That's right, developers. We have professional land surveyors and site engineers all in the same office right here in the greater Susquehanna Valley. We can take your subdivision or land development project from conception to completion. Give us a call. Our team will answer all your questions and get the job done. MechTech Incorporated, building on a solid foundation. Hey y'all, my name is Sierra, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Robert, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is the biscuit. It reminds me of my grandma's homemade biscuit. It's always buttery and savory, then you add the spices, instant classic. Order the Spicy Chicken Biscuit on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 50 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Find Small Business Calm at uma.com slash radio. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash radio. Welcome back to On The Mark, and we have one emailer. We started to talk about Joe Biden. We have a couple other emails coming in. But one of them says, I blame his wife, period. Any wife who would allow her husband to stand before large volumes of people and make a fool of himself over and over and over is in it for the thrill of being what we refer to as the first lady. What a shameful person this individual is as a lady, first lady. Shame, shame, shame. Chris, you want to talk about gun control. You're on the mark. Oh, well, I was just going to mention one thing that uh, you, you've mentioned the last couple of weeks, which uh, I think uh, a, couple, a couple of shows uh, I think is incorrect. What's that? Uh, about the... Uh, oh, I'm having an echo. But anyway... Uh, anyway, the, the, the Jacksonville shooter, they have not released his screed yet. Her and you were talking about how when they, uh, when there's a right wing or a left wing uh, shooter, they get treated differently, and whether their uh, writings get released. But I, the case they were talking about when that happened, mostly, and uh, uh, was about the uh, boy. That echo is really frustrating. I, but you anyway, sound, you uh, sound fine here, it, Chris. You sound fine. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he, he, uh, he, they haven't released it. They said they were going to release it in a week or two when they finished reading it or something. Right, analyzing it. But they have, not, they have not released it yet. Right. That's what I was saying. They haven't released it. 
No, but you were claiming that they do release the right-wing stuff, but yes, not they, the left-wing stuff when they, it comes they, to the screed. They do. They they put that out right away. There was just that shooting the other week where the white guy shot some black people, and his manifesto was out immediately. It wasn't out. It was. That, the, you're talking about the Jacksonville shooter, the racist guy that right. went in, in the Dollar General and killed blacks. Right. It has not been released. Well, they at least referred to it. I thought it was released because I've heard news reports covering yes, it. Yes, because the right-wing shows have been claiming it right after they said that they were going to release it in a week or two when they finished reading it all. They said they were going to release it, but they haven't, and it's been over a month now. Well, all right, let me ask you this question. Should these things be released? Well, that's a, that's a question, too. I think one of the problems with one of the ones they was that the guy gave suggestions on uh, how to plan a mass shooting and how to kill the most people with the plan and whether they want that released or not is somewhat questionable and whether it should be is somewhat questionable well i mean if, if it's an airing of the grievances you know if it gives us an insight into what makes someone dangerous uh, well, that guy was clearly doing. racist. He had Nazi stuff all over the place and on his gun and swastika on the gun he used to shoot. So that part got released. But so did things like that about the the trans shooter, I believe it was, that it was became compared to. And those were the two cases people were using, and I'm just saying it hasn't been released yet. Well, in checking with the Jacksonville newspaper, it says that the police have released some elements of it. Not all of it, but some elements of it. They've I think mentioned a few things, but I don't think they've released any menu, any real quotes from it that more than a sentence long. Well, then maybe somebody's building a story on that. But in any event, it, the implication was in the coverage I saw okay. that they had released it. So if I misspoke or if I... They, they, they announced they were going to, but they haven't, is my understanding. Okay. And I can't find it anywhere online. You can look for it. We'll try to find the screed online someplace. And, uh, I, and I think there'd be more publicity if it had been. Yeah, I was looking now at the, the Go ahead. Yeah. Uh i also like to point out that uh, 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 Trump's speech yesterday on 9-11, I saw both his and Biden's, and I don't, I don't remember him saying he actually was at the Ground Zero. Well, Biden I did. Saw I saw it. it. I saw it. He said he was okay, there the day I, after. I didn't quite get catch that interpretation, but well, he said it directly. Uh, it wasn't an interpretation it at the time. It wasn't an interpretation. It was a direct statement. I was there the day after, and I was looking into the gates of hell. That's what he said. I heard him. I watched his speech. It was on all three. Okay. It was on MSNBC, CNN, and um, um, but uh, one Fox. thing that uh, if you listen to Trump's speech, it's like word for word some of the things. 90% of it was quotes from Biden's speech. Now, I don't know which one was filmed first, but I found that kind of interesting. And, of course, Trump's position on 9-11, that he had hundreds and hundreds of friends die, which turned into many, many, but he's never named one. And as far as uh, nobody ever has a record of him going to anybody's funeral that was killed in 9-11, and it, the whole thing is pretty questionable there. So that seems to be, he stopped by uh, the studio, TV studios on the day of 9-11 to brag about how uh, his building is now the second tallest in Manhattan or New York City. But I think that's not true either, but that's just one of the things he, he goes on about sometimes. Well, but, you know, let's face it, if anybody lying about that or trying to make political gain out of it is reprehensible, in my opinion, and that includes the President of the United States or Donald Trump, either one. Oh, we're out of time. Hey, Chris, thanks a lot. Appreciate your call. Gosh, where'd the time go? We were just talking, and here we go, out of the program. One of our emailers says, Bible thumpers are a big problem in this country. Yes, yes. Signed, Tom. Thanks so much for being with us tomorrow. You can call in and pound our ear on any topic, 570-743-9565. This is On the Mark in WKOK Sunbury.